Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Southside Rabbi. Today we have a legend, a legend in the building. Listen, this man, y'all, y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand who we have here. Y'all don't understand the weight. Y'all don't understand the magnitude. <laughs> y'all don't understand the contribution. Fifty pounds that him and his brothers have made to Christianity and yes. Christian hip hop. First of all, first of all, I don't think that y'all are ready for this, man. Uh-uh. Y'all don't know what we're talking. Listen, we have, have you stretched. Have you stretched? I don't want you to pull a muscle. I don't know what they got planned over here. Particularly a brain, particularly a brain muscle. So we got our man, yes, Brady Goodwin Junior, aka Fanatic. Yes. If y'all don't know, if y'all don't know who Fanatic is, y'all might as well unsubscribe right now. Right now, get out of here. We don't want your support. We don't want you. And if you live on the East Coast, get out of y'all on the East Coast. Yeah, listen, man. We don't want you. We don't want you on the East Coast. Um, listen, Brady has is is has been a part of Cross Movement, who is legendary when it yes, comes to Christian hip hop. Let me tell you, when I first became a Christian, um, I was listening to first of all, I was listening to people that were signed to Cross Movement Records, right? So I I I kind of got piped into Christianity through folks who were on Cross Movement's record label. Uh, which was uh, Flame at the time. Uh-huh. Truth. I had uh, yeah, Truth. Mm. I went and bought all the, the, the. As soon as I became a Christian, bro, <laughs> I took my sixty dollars check from Sweet Bay as a high schooler and working bag and groceries. Two weeks of work. Two weeks of work, bro. We were getting, bro. If there's any time that we needed Karl Marx, <laughs> was at that time. Ah, I was just joking. I was just, I was <laughs> somebody just cut this joint off right I'm there. Right, right, somebody now. just cut it right off. You were just I know that. I know. I did that as a troll because I know how some of y'all. Oh man! That's a meme and everything now. There were any time that I needed to own the means and modes of production. It was at that time. And sweet oh, man, anytime I needed to be a, 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 a economic uh, materialist, so um, so I uh, took my sixty dollars check um, and I went to the Christian bookstore and I bought Flames Rewind mm. and wow. I bought the Truth's Moment of Truth. No, the Truth's the, the Truth, faith. the Faith. The faith. Mm. I bought the faith, Classics. and then I bought ambassadors to thesis. I bought like all of them in one day. Classics. Um, and mm. I was floored by the fact that there were dudes that looked like me, talked like me, sounded like me, were artistically gifted. That you know, um, that were talking about God in such a deep way. And I was, I, it was, it was a rap at that point for me. Mm. And I was what, like sixteen? Because mm-hmm. I think I met you wow. at sixteen. Mm-hmm. So I think I was sixteen. I'm 31 now. Jeez. So that's, yeah. Oh, so you gosh. do the math. So y'all do the math. This you know what I'm saying? 73. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, man, that's, that's, that, uh, uh, it was, it was a rap. And then I, and then from Cross Movement Records, that's when I learned about Cross Movement. And then I was like, oh, Cross Movement is like a, a group too. So then I started and listening to Cross Movement and it, yeah, it was just a rap, man. Mm, facts. So um, you wow. you guys don't know, man, like the work, I mean, you guys do know, but I think that the work you guys have done is tra- it's just Praise probably God. reached people that you couldn't even imagine. Facts. I was a little old, me and Hudson, the South Side, St. Pete, mm-hmm. living in the hood in Florida um, and, and y'all's music and what you guys did, the movement, Amen. it was what, it was a key piece of what God used 
to mm. introduce me to himself mm. and then keep mm. me early on. Amen. Um, yeah. And also straighten out our theology because we was we had some whack theology at we the time too, man. We was we had music. all kind of heresy. Moving hurricanes with our words. Oh my gosh, we was praying against the moving hurricanes with our words. Uh, uh, watches. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, no. giving giving half of our check the first fruits. <laughs> <laughs> giving half of our first giving, giving, giving all of our tax in, our tax refund the first fruits. Oh, Thinking that up. God was gonna I was I was calling him by a miracle. Spring water for yes. Peter Popoff. That's right. Oh, my oh man! On the ninth wow. month and the ninth day, you gave nine dollars for uh, nine minutes. For nine minutes and not pray, pray for and nine seconds for and nine seconds. Spoken nine different languages. So, wow. man, we we came out of all of that. Man, honestly, God used uh, folks from Cross Movement, man, Praise and just Cross God, Movement man. Records in general Amen. to actually uh, straighten our theology and mm. just help us grow in our understanding of the Lord. So it's an honor having you here, Amen, bro. Man, God bless you you, you, you also let me on your album at the time that? when yeah, I was rapping, yeah, yes. not rapping. Anymore, my but man, I fanatic, got, freaking, man, you know, hero in, in the movement. He's like, he hit me up, like, yo, what's up, KB? Hey, man, I'm back in the studio, man, working on the album. I'm like, okay, finally. <laughs> my brother said, hey, man, can you give me your friend's number? <laughs> the guy who's not even a rapper. But anymore, <laughs> used to be. Right at the time, yeah. Say, let's let's get him on. Let's get him on. I like, okay. So hold on, two things. Yeah. Let me just, I knew I couldn't compete with you lyrically. <laughs> number one, and then number two, I think I just saw a uh, a video clip of you talking about Christian rappers standing in the doorway and light not getting to the people oh. beyond them. So I said, you know what? There's a brother who I want to give some he light sharp. to. He's sharp. Yeah, Thank you, man. I know. You, right. so, I appreciate yeah. that too, man. I, 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 I was, I was, <laughs> I was honored, man. I, I was like, when I got, when when you hit me up, I was like, yo, Lord, is this for real? Like, I'm mm. about to be on a joint with Fanatic. It was dope. And I took, and I took, yeah. I took that 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 verse very seriously. I, yeah. I, yeah, I remember Killed I wrote it. it in my car. I was like riding around <laughs> thinking of it. And then, yeah, and and I, it was an honor, man. So thank you, man. I always remember that. So, yeah, awesome, man, what man. we got on the docket today, man? Well, man, mm. thank you. Thank you for that amazing intro. Glad you're here for that. Yes. First of all, we just want to start by asking, how are you doing in these perilous times, brother? <laughs> Up in Philly, you know, uh, when COVID kicked off, uh, I was just like trying to make sure I had everything, you know, in the crib that I needed. Mm -hmm. Went shopping for like eight months and... Mm. Loaded up on ammo because yeah, it was like, right. yep, it was scarce. Y'all, what's what's the gun laws in Philly? Oh, you can conceal carry. Oh, oh, oh you clear in yeah, Philly? Yeah, yeah, that was good. It's not yeah. like New York. What's I mean, like in New York? I mean, New York, the gun laws are just very strict. I thought New York, you can't even look at a gun. <laughs> we giving you fifteen yeah. for looking at it. Yeah, I, I couldn't be in New York. It. Nah, Philly is wild. I went to get my uh, per, my my concealed carry permit. I was in the office. It was like little old ladies. It was like people you would never think. Wow, you carrying? They carrying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's real. Um, so I just loaded up, you know, made sure my family was safe. You know, my mother and my sister live a couple doors away. I got another sister live about 10 minutes away. Y'all straight. Y'all got everything y'all need. And for the first couple months of the, the lockdown, I was basically the Superman guy. Mm. Like, I'm going to the supermarket for everybody. Mm. Right, right. What you need? I'm running out here. I'm running out there. That, that was my whole life. Uh, teaching online. Yeah. Um, you know, getting used to the new normal. Right. right. Thinking it was going to be another month, another right. two months. Right. Okay, the summer. Well, this is just how it's going to be. Mm. Yeah, so just getting used to the new normal, you know? Yeah, yeah. facts, yeah. facts. Now, yeah. you are uh, now retired, kind of, <laughs> as a rapper. Retired-ish. After a very successful career. I mean, you were doing this for... How, how long were... I started rapping for the Lord in 92, the end of 92. Wow. Let that sink and let that go all the way into... To, the bowels. <laughs> the wow. Mediterranean. What is that, yeah. almost 30 years? Yeah, because I yeah, 
I was three years old, bro. <laughs> Faithful too, though. My Faithful man. all the way through. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you still, from time to time, will will put a record out. Now, uh, obviously, you you got the legendary hip hop career, but your focus here recently has been more on wearing the professor author mm. hat. Yeah. Uh, and one of my favorite books, in fact, this mug is a culture shifter. It was a culture shifter for me. It's still one of my favorite books. Mm. Is the joint that you did on art and Christianity. Yeah. Um, and I actually recommended that to me. So yeah, yeah. I, I took it from you, I think, essentially. Oh, so you have. I wonder where it was at. <laughs> no, but for real, because you were reading it. You told me how good it was. Like I said, I don't like to borrow books. Mm. I hate borrowing books, but I took yours because yeah. I like having marginalia. I like writing in my books and stuff like that. That's why I like borrowing them, but I took it and, yeah. and wrote in it anyway. I still have it. <laughs> uh, so I got I got yours that you were reading right. and I was reading I was like, yo, this is so good and it's mm. on my bookshelf right now, your book. But, uh, <laughs> yes, I need that back. Yeah, somebody down here told a, me that they had dreamt like, like, about the book. Like they, Who was it that? It was one I, of y'all mans, I think, that was saying that they they. Read it. I did. That was you. I was you. I told you that, but I can't yeah. remember what the dream was. Something about he was reading the book or something like a barbershop or something. Yeah, I, I told you about that dream because yeah. I think I had the dream and I got I, I hit you up on Facebook like, yo, I dreamed about your book. <laughs> yeah. I just can't remember what it was, but it was a good dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I don't remember what yeah. the dream was, man. But yeah, it, it, I dreamed about the book and about how effective it was. Mm. And uh. I can't remember all the details, but I remember I was like, yo, I got to tell Fanatic. Like, wow, I got yeah, up and I told crazy. you about it. I hit you up. Yeah. But that book is amazing. Yes. I haven't seen anyone mm. do a treatment on it that well. That's fire. For praise real. God. For real. Yeah, praise God. For so real. Yeah, more, Everybody should go get it. Yeah. Yeah. More doing that now, but every once in a while I get called upon, you know, to to go and spit. Dayton just asked me to do a verse with him. Uh-huh. Nice. One of my former students uh, who, who spits is crazy, asked me to do a joint with him. So I'm like, man, if God is still blessed to pen, I'll put, right. put something yes. there. But, you know what I mean? Why not? Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's dope. That's yeah. dope. So we want to talk about subjects. Okay. Uh, we want to, you know, we want to uh, get the endorsements right. We want to do that. Please check out our brother's work, and we'll actually have a link link before. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that we need the mind of fanatic on. Mm. The culture needs to hear because he is emanating. Mm. The mind of Christ. Oh, they don't hear. That's <laughs> what we got to do, they bro. Know that we have to emanate. We got to emanate. The Bible says, "Be ye imitators," <laughs> and that you are ambassadors Ooh, for the Lord. Christ. Come on, man. The first subject that I want to want to start with, and we can kind of move past that into uh, mm. perhaps uh, other things, but Christian hip hop. Okay. Christian hip hop as a movement looks very different today mm-hmm. than it did. 15, 10, 10 years ago, say even a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Right. What are the things that you are glad have died of in the beginning of mm. Christian hip-hop? And what are the things that you are lamenting have died mm. from the beginning of Christian hip-hop? This brother with this question. Oh, hey, my gosh. Hey. Listen, they don't um, call me, they don't call, <laughs> call me uh, Oprah Winfrey of the South for nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Help us, Holy Ghost. <laughs> um, man, that I'm glad... Have you I think, uh, can I be a politician and answer the question I want to answer, not the one you asked? No, can, can I do that? Bro, this is your show. Nah. Um, so I think Christian hip-hop is in some ways a microcosm of hip-hop in the sense that you call it a movement. Mm-hmm. But even people within hip-hop will recognize that they did not always treat it like a movement. Mm-hmm. Mm. They treated it sometimes the way capitalism demands that you treat things, like a product. Yeesh. And so... Treating it like a product, you do what it takes to sell a product. Mm. But in selling the product, you may end up either having to sell out to sell the product 
or sell out your culture to sell the product. Mm. Facts. Even Jay-Z recognized, if I could be who I wanted to be lyrically, I would be Talib Kweli. Right. Wish I could rhyme like Common Sense, but I sold five mil. I ain't been rhyming like Common Whoa, Sense. Oh, that's good. That's very so true. you do things for the sake of the product that you wouldn't do if you were thinking about your people. Mm. And I think Christian hip-hop has in some ways followed that trend in the sense of, what is it going to take for the product? Not necessarily thinking about what you're going to do for the people. Which is why that's I referenced so the video that you put up recently where I think that was just an excellent idea to think, what do the people need? Mm, mm, mm. What does the culture need? Right. right. Um, so I lament anything that has died that has us thinking more about the product than the people. Right. Mm. That's good. That's what I lament. That's good. Um, what am I glad about that has died? I would need to think about that for a minute. I don't, <laughs> well, I don't even know. Yeah. Well, let me let me give you this. Uh, this uh, you had a a big impact on me in Chicago. Um, I went to your class. You did a lect. You gave a lecture on, and this is part of what upsets me about this entire conversation about Christian rapper and rapper that's Christian, um, and what we label things is that I really believe, with all due respect to the guys that engaged it, the folks we needed to hear from mm. were not shined upon enough. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that's a, probably a combination of things. I think there's some of it is arrogance. We just mm. feel like if people want to hear us do one thing, mm. they want to hear us talk about everything. everything. Right. Um, that's sort of the, the artist, you know, mm. I can go and deal with any subject, mm. throw it yeah. my way. I really wish, I really wish, and there are reasons that this happened, but there are, I really wish that some of the pioneers had a seat at the table mm. um, during some of these conversations. But to be honest, though, I do feel like the relationship between pioneers and guys who were emerging as the faces of the genre, there was a lot of weird relational oh, yeah, stuff happening sure. there. Yeah. There was some bad business that was done. Mm. There was some a lack of trust. There was some some moral concern. I mean, there was just a lot of things that made that not the case. Mm. But we would have benefited greatly. Mm. Um, and I tried. I tried to point to dudes. I recommended the, the, the book because you actually addressed the issue in, in the, the book, book as right. well. Um but I really would have, I just would have loved mm. it if everyone could have took that class, if we would have mm. just deferred people to you. Anyways, the Christian rapper, rapper that's a Christian conversation. Mm. How have you thought about it? You can maybe give us even a summary of how you've thought about it. Um, and so we can maybe even think about how we should think about it. Is that a, is that still a conversation? Not for real. Right. Not for real. People everyone sort of move and, past well, that and yes. know, camp and, out where they're going to camp out. Basically, and then let me just say, I think we all end up going where you said we were going to go, mm. which <laughs> right. is that y'all going to be Christian rappers. Like, mm. you, you yeah, just I can't, mean, you can't escape you it. You don't just get to the side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I guess for, for the newer artists that are coming out, and we hope the Southside Rabbi is a part of that which helps shepherd mm. the Christian hip-hop experience, mm. um, is they're thinking about how, what they call their music and, you know, if there's, I know there was a, a phrase that was going around. You have artists that make music for the church and artists that make music from, from the, the church. church. Yeah. How do you sort of think through through that? Yeah, I think I think those categories are helpful at times, hurtful at other times. We just we we can't help but categorize things. Mm. So one of the first things that uh, God uh, charged Adam to do was to name the Adam the, the animals. Mm. Right, you're going to start naming things because that's just what we instinctively do. Mm. This is a such and such. It's different than a such and such. Right. Even even before that, what did God do? He separated things. Right. Separated the light from the dark. Separated the day from the night. Separated uh, the rib from Adam to make woman. 
the separating and naming of things is just part of life. Huh. So if I want something to eat with, I'm not going to use a fork when I need a spoon. Right. But if I, if I want you to hand me that thing, I need to call it something because mm. it serves a purpose. Yeah. Right? So purpose is attached to function. Mm. Function is attached to name. So if your art has a purpose and a function that is Christian, you can't help but at some point earn the name mm. because it serves the function. Right. Now, if your art no longer serves the function, then why would you call it that? Right. And I think early on in Christian hip hop, the discussion was, it's funny, <clears throat> people wanting the name when they didn't serve the function. Oh, yes. Oh, it's the other way around. Yeah, that yeah. was the earlier debate. Man. Where, where cats like us would be saying, wait, why are you soaking up this space? Why do you want to be in a Christian bookstore with your... Your, your rap CD and all that, when you're not serving the Christian function, right. why do you want the name? Hmm. But today it's it's different. There are people who, they want you to give them a pat on the back that you serve the function, right. but just don't name me that. Hmm. Hmm. But even if you even if, if we don't name you that, someone else is going to see the function and call you that. Facts. Yeah, exactly. So you uh, can't escape it. Right. Right, right. Unless you just stop serving the function, right. which right. you're free to do. Right. Just don't go against the function. Right. I don't know if I'm speaking too much in code there. No, no, no. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly what you right. right. And I think people hear, hear us say some of that and say, oh, you want everybody to do Christian rap. No, I just said you're free to not serve the Christian function right. in your art. Right. But just at that point, we're okay to not call you that either. Right. right? Which means you might end up losing the built-in support that comes with that, the right. fan base that right. comes with that. Which is fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. But people don't want to do that. They want that built-in fan base, that yeah. built-in support, yeah. that the guaranteed first week sales if I say this is a Christian product. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's very involved, and you have to have that nuance, which people are just are not good at these days. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fire. I, yeah, I think that that's one of the things that I also was, that I saw when, we, when people were having the discussion was the desire to want to shuck the title mm -hmm. but not the support that comes along with the title right right yeah. and that makes me feel like i'm being exploited mm. that's what mm. i don't like mm. as a consumer right mm. i feel like if you're going to shuck the title but you want the people mm. we, you you can't you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too it has mm. to be one or the other man you right. can either stop serving the function and therefore not have the name mm. but if you want to keep serving the function and then not have the name but then keep the people for the function i, I just feel like it gets really weird for me it just gets really weird at that point tricky. and yeah. we could really we weird. could be gracious enough to allow that okay right, you're not going to call it christian you're right. still going to serve the christian function That's but if you are going to serve the function i'm going to support you but hear me saying but even the, the non-believer, don't get that's, mad when they see you serve the function. That's exactly. They're going to label you. Right, right, right. I ain't got to label you. Fine. I won't call you Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you keep serving this function, bruh, it's what inevitable. you they going to call you? Yeah. Right. It's right. inevitable. Right, so right. then when you fight it at that point, it looks like, well, why are you fighting it anymore? If it could get strange, yeah. Yeah. So I, I hear you yeah. on the weirdness there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I feel, yeah. I also, too, feel, uh, someone said to me. Sometimes I, I I feel like you're questioning my intelligence. Right. Like I feel I feel like you're you're mm. you're asking me wow. to really embrace something that makes sense nowhere. Mm. Mm. And uh, and and I I remember when I the the time that I that I was on sway, um, and the one time I was on sway. So maybe because I was calling myself a Christian rapper. I don't know. No, <laughs> but uh, I I was I was having a conversation with with them offline, and. I begin to suggest that you know, you know. I, I was asked, "What do you, so? What do you kind of call what you do?" I said, "Well, I, I, I mean, it's, it's Christian rap, but I honestly, don't really get caught up in that. I mean, even before I knew that this was a discussion, Minister, um, who was the the Christian artist that that led me to Jesus, um, I remember distinctly 
at 18 years old, before any of this was on my radar, him saying, I don't care what you call me. He said, you can call me church rapper, church boy. You can call me, you know, uh, uh, robe, robe choir boy. I don't care what you call, call me, me as McDonald. long as you hear mm. what I'm saying. So mm. I've always... I've never been invested in it. And then G. Craig Lewis came on for those, oh, yeah. those who uh, have been crazy. tracking with this. It, a lot of us forgot about him. Praise God that we did. <laughs> um, because he came in with, with what, what what was a, an attack right mm-hmm. um, on Christian hip-hop because of the name. Right. That yeah. was the, the gist that of it. That is so crazy, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I have a hip-hop label. I, I, excuse, excuse me. I have a rap, rap label. label. Yeah. He didn't but like it's not hip-hop. a Christian hip-hop label. Let me hear your song. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, over beats and trap music. <laughs> so that's what those guys are doing. But, 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 but hey, I don't call the it hip hip-hop. isn't hopping. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, that the hip hop is not attached. It's all there. Therefore, it's void of demonic so religion. Like, man, like you want me to like? I, come on, cuz. But anyways, yeah. yeah. You know, for I just I just really wasn't invested in it until that came. Mm. Still, to me, like this still doesn't seem to matter. Like mm. the 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 substance of it is really what it's about. Right. You had that analogy about popsicles and and jeeps. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Q-tips the brand and, names. And, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Q-tips comes, and cotton swabs. Do you remember that analogy? Yeah. Basically, uh, you know, there's this there's the generic version, and mm-hmm. then there's the the brand name version. Right. Um, and people, I think the analogy was something like you get so used to uh, the generic right. uh, that you call the generic by the brand name right. because right. the brand name represents it so well. Right, right, right. Um, but actually, there is a certain brand that does this thing. So, like, right. like if y'all don't know, like you may call all petroleum jelly Vaseline. Right, but it's but not. that mug might just say petroleum right. jelly on the thing. Right. Yeah. You call it Vaseline, or you yeah. call all you know ear cotton swabs Q tips. Right, but Q tip is the actual name. Brand of a, name, yeah, yeah, yeah brand it's name. A brand. And same thing right. with popsicles. Same yeah, thing yeah. with popsicles. Exactly. Right, right. It's crazy. Like tricycles. Um, um, mm, like, yeah. There's all kind of like brands that make you think this brand is what, what really brought you the quality. Of this product, right? That generically, yeah, you can get, but it's not going to be this you know, the, the the perfection of this brand, right? Like, I'm not sure what the whole analogy was. Like, what was the point the, of that? The point that you were making is that even if you try to switch, you use the function thing. You can okay. try to say, well, these actually are are let's say books is is uh or we'll say the popsicle, right? So this. Is not a brand name popsicle, okay. But we still call it a popsicle because, because it serves, serves the okay, function, gotcha. the purpose. Yep. purpose right. Same right. thing with Q-tips. And if you came, if you launched a, cam- a campaign trying to convince me that I that it was it was wrong for me to refer mm. to like there's some people doing this with almond milk mm. that it's wrong to call <laughs> almond milk milk. Uh, oh, it didn't, didn't come from a cow. I, I should call it milk every day. I, I just. W- w- that's what I get back to. What I'm saying, if you launch your campaign at me on that, at some point I'm gonna say, I feel like I, I feel like you're almost like patronized. Like I, like I feel I feel this is unnecessary, mm. and and it, it's milk. It, 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 okay, maybe it's a technicality, but <laughs> but it, it, I use it with everything right. I do with milk. Yeah, yeah. I put it in I cereal. It I put it in my protein shake. I put it in oatmeal. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what, what I call it right. is not an ultimate. Right. Um, Wasting time. To be fair, to be fair, there is a kind of esoteric version of this that there are individuals who are famous, like Lecrae, for example, just Lecrae, who he would say in his meetings with folks who were not around Mm -hmm. that when he gets introduced as Christian rapper, it it's it's like putting a wet blanket on, on everything, so that there may be some utility. That isn't necessarily found with the commoner, um, but yeah, I've never liked that, and I, mm-hmm. I, I swore I was going to talk to y'all about this, but now <laughs> here we are. <laughs> um, 
So I, I, I remember one time Talib Kweli was on um, Stephen Colbert's show back when Colbert was on uh, Comedy Central. Right. Mm-hmm. And Colbert asked Peace. Talib, like, yo, so what do we call you, what you do? Is it conscious rap? And it was so, so interesting. He went through the same thing we go through. Talib was like, you know, I don't really like the category, you know, people categorizing, you know, labeling, what we da, 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 da. But I understand why they do it, so yeah, you can call it conscious rap. So even he was like, "Man, why you gotta put me in a box?" Right. Mm. But then he immediately went with, "But I understand why you do." Right. That's the whole idea of I serve a function. Right. right. Because I serve a function, you're going to label. I understand that. But here's what I will say. At least for us, for cross movement, we used to take pride in somebody thinking Christian rap is gonna be corny. Hmm. Like even right now, when I yeah. when I teach, I teach uh, a course I designed called um, Christian Hip Hop and Ethics mm. at uh, Community College of Philadelphia. And so the first day of class, I give them a little bit of my spill, my testimony. I tell them about a guy who rapped for me, a guy who used to be uh, a part of Cross Movement called Enoch. Mm-hmm. He told me he rapped for the Lord. And I was like, yeah, right, spit something. And this dude blew me away with his rap. Wow. Blew me away because I'd never seen anybody merge their faith and culture right. and make it look so good. And so I tell him of my testimony, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. And he questions the comments, if not, we're going to move into the syllabus. And inevitably, the students say, all right, well, now you rap us, then rap us. And I know, what's, I know what it's hitting for. Because I already know I'm a man of faith dip, dip. in this secular dip context. Jesus That's what they think. They already know, like, yeah. in their mind, this dude is about to be the wackest, wackety, whack, 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 whack. Hey, we got the KJV. So I spit. Typically, I spit my um the my storyline ninety five degree angles acapella. Yeah. So ninety five degree angles is a whole story Ooh, I tell. Crazy using numbers nine and five over and over and over. Right. Again. Spit the acapella, and I mean the whole time you could just see the faces in the class just like oh oh oh, and I gotta keep starting over because they like oh my god. But inside, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you thought Christian rap was going to be whack. Right. I love blowing that stereotype. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what we did. I mean, many people who said, y'all were the first Christian rap group I ever heard, da da da, da or the first Christian rap group I ever heard that I thought had talent. How many times have you heard that? Oh, all the time. Before I heard you, I thought Christian rap was whack. Right, da, 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 da. right. I mean, that was my testimony. Just blowing Literally. that stereotype. And yeah. it's not about blowing the stereotype. It's about... People coming to the point where they say, wait, the creator of the universe is willing to speak to me in my language? Mm. Amen. So yeah, blowing the stereotype is cool in, in one level. On a deeper level, it's God really could get with me on, on my level, mm. in my language, in my culture. My culture is valuable to God. Right. That culture shock. The first time I heard a dude rap for the Lord, it was culture shock. Mm. A Christian can sound like that? Wait, a rapper can be a Christian? Yeah. So what I think you lose by giving into that, when I'm introduced as a Christian rapper, I see people kind of, they, they lose interest. Da, da, da. You lose the ability to blow their mind. That's that Elijah with the, the prophets on Mount Carmel saying, y'all call on y'all God. Mm. Nothing happened, right? No fire, right? All right, bet. Wet that sacrifice up. Mm. Wet it a little bit more. Right. I want you to have every little reason. A little bit more, son. I want you to have more. every reason to doubt what's about to happen. So right. that when it happens, you know it's not me. It's my God that just got at you. Right. Wow. And I think Christian hip hop that that bows to that, I don't want to call it Christian, you lose that ability to set up that challenge and watch God blow somebody away. Amen. That's deep. I think the the way that you the way that you framed it in your lecture was instead of um disavowing or usurping 
the 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 term redeem it. Yeah. Exactly. Earn it. Yep. Um so I, like I, that. I, I that's mm. a um there's some weight to that. Okay, let's not spend a lot of time on that. Yeah, on the <laughs> subject I said I was not going to talk about. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> yeah, let's not spend. But uh, yeah, I, but that's I think that's helpful for us to be thinking Amen. about that, especially Amen. as as young dudes mm-hmm. um, coming after us. Wait, let me add one more thing on there. Yeah, yeah. This is a challenge to young dudes. Facts. Mm. Because I do think there's something in that. If I if I say as Christian, they're going to have these low expectations. I'm challenging you to exceed those expectations because mm. I think sometimes. Just as an artist, maybe you're not dope enough to make Christian hip hop hot. Oh. So you're going to be. That's gonna, a tough hey, one. My, you're gonna, my guy talking that's good. Spice. No, that's good. You're going to meet their low expectations. They that's, think Christian hip hop is whack and you're going to prove it. Right. Or they're going to think it's whack and you're going to blow them away and say, oh, wait, God really is at work in cats tr- like us. Yeah. It's true. Because I want to tell a story about that if I could, real quick. When I was rapping, as you guys know, I, was, I used to rap. It's deep, fanatic. Um, I was at the time I was going to the skate park because I grew up. I was skating. That's a whole nother story. I can see you skating. Yeah, yo. you whole like a story, bro. <laughs> I can tell a whole story about black me skateboarding and and when black skateboarding wasn't popular and and all black skateboarders were being persecuted. It's crazy being a black skateboarder in the hood, listening to hip hop and skating. It was a whole whole nother thing. Black wills matter. Right, right. Black wills matter. <laughs> black you know what I mean, matter. now it's crazy because now black skateboarding is like hip hop yeah. and it's in, for yeah. real in, integrated in our uh, Lil Wayne skates yeah, exactly. and currency and Lupe Fiasco all that stuff, but. Um, I started when it wasn't popular like that, but, and I, um, I was a believer at the time I had got off work. Um, I had started skating again. Uh, this was a long time after, after I, I had stopped and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to skate park. It's just like chills, like nine o'clock at night. I get to the skate park. It's these dudes at the skate park. The skate park I was going to was in the hood. Mm. It's crazy. The hood uh, in Florida had a skate park. So <laughs> that just don't um, fit it's in crazy. My it was crazy. <laughs> right. It was right in the middle of the hood. Um, so Bartley I w- Park? No, not Bartley Park. I think it was um, by Lakewood. Okay. I forget where, okay. where it was at, though. Um, and so I go over there. So these dudes outside of the car uh, in the parking lot freestyling in a cypher. Mm. Uh, and you know that was like my thing. Yes. Mm. I know a lot of the Still viewers don't the know. Best freestylers but I know. that was like my thing. And I was like, yo, these cats is rapping. I was like... And I was like, I was like, man, maybe I should. I felt like God was like, yo, go mm. and spit. Mm. And I was like, nah, man. I, just, I was like, man, I'm in a hood, man. I'm in a different hood. I'm not in Southside St. Pete. I'm in another hood. I don't know these dudes. Mm. They don't know me. We out here by ourselves. I was like, nah, man. So I remember I mm. went to the car, put my skateboard in the back of the car, but I, I stayed back there and I was praying. I was like, man, <laughs> Lord, like I feel like you're really pushing me to go over there and I really don't want to, mm. but I really think I should. Mm. So I put the joint, I was like, right, I'm going to just do it. I put the skateboard in the back. I go over there. They're going. I start bopping like this. You know what I'm saying? I get, they're like, oh, you want to own it? Like, oh, you want to jump in? I was like, yeah. So I jumped in, just started freestyling about Jesus. Mm. And when I tell you, I'm not joking. They were like, oh, snap. <laughs> what? I don't think it was necessarily just because I was I could freestyle good. I, I, I think yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah, Facts. But I think that they did not expect me to talk about Christ right. the way that I did. Right. And they were like, yo, we talking about God. and It's crazy. And that's literally, I, I was shocked at their response. Mm. So then one of the dudes that was there. He was like, yo, like I I was peeping game when I was in the cypher. Mm-hmm. One of the dudes that was rapping, I was like, this cat is the leader of everybody. Mm-hmm. He was the smallest dude out there, but he was like the most aggressive. Mm-hmm. He commanded a lot of respect. Like even when I got in the cypher, I could feel it. Like mm-hmm. everybody was like, everybody respected him. Right. 
And I was like, this dude is the leader. Everybody else is like following this cat. I could just feel, I felt like I was just in tune when I got into the cypher. I started spitting. Everybody was like, yo. So he was like, yeah. But then the beat started skipping. Mm. And the thing, I was like, dang. In my head, I was like, dang, Lord. Like, why did, why did, yeah, like, why did the beat start skipping? So then the dude was like, yo. The, the dude that was the leader, he was like, yo, hold on. I don't want you to go anywhere. Mm. He was like, my boy about to take me to the store. About to get some black and mild. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk to you. So mm. I was like, all right. So I was wow. like, man, I was like, this ain't getting ready to happen. So he, <laughs> him and his boy left. Everybody kind of left. The one dude that was there, he was, he was, he stayed. He was like, yo, man, I just wanted to say that that was dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm. My mom is like, she teaches religion at a college. I was mm. like, what? Mm. He was like, yeah, man, that was that was cool. So I was like, all right, man, cool, bet. So they all left. I'm standing in the parking lot like by myself, and mm. there's one dude there. He on the phone with this girl, like, you know, yeah, you want me to come over tonight? He over there on the phone. I'm like, all right. So then I'm like, man, these cats ain't gonna come back, but they come back. Mm. The dude comes back. He gets dropped off. He's like, yo, I want to talk to you, man. I was like, what's up? So he just started telling me about his life. He was like, yo, I'm mm. out here in the streets. I'm hustling. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, um, I got my mom and my sister out the hood with the money that I'm making in the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was just telling me his whole story. Like, yo, my sister depends on me for everything. I pay for everything for my sister. Her hairs, her nails, her clothes, her shoes, because I don't want her to depend on none of these other drug dealers to mm. do it for her. And I can't, he was just like, I know that I can die out here in the streets, but I can't die. I got too many people depending on me. Mm. And we were just talking. He mm. was just telling me his stuff about faith. Like, yo, people been telling, like my uncles and them are Jehovah's Witness and they trying to tell me about God. And he was just like, if God is so real, why do I have to hustle mm. to survive? Mm. That's what he literally asked me. Ooh. If God is real, why is this the way that I have to get money to, mm. to, to support my family? Jeez. And he was asking me all the hard questions. Tell me why God would want me to do that. Tell me why God is not open to anything else. Jeez. I prayed and nothing else is happening, right? He was just talking about mm. some stuff I can't even say. Some stuff that happened to him in the streets, stuff that he did in the streets. And it got to a point that he started like tearing up. Wow. And he was like, why? Why does this have mm. to happen? So I just started sharing the gospel with him. Like, like talking to him about God. Talking to him about Jesus. Talk, just like, yo... You know, God sees you. And I told him, like, mm. yo, do you think that I came in this wow. cypher because God doesn't see you? <laughs> like, and so I was yeah. just telling him, like, yo, I was about to go home. Mm. I felt like God told wow. me to come Amen. and spit over here. And Amen. I think it was for you. Amen. So you're telling me that God don't answer your prayers, that mm. God doesn't hear you, that God doesn't see you. And I'm proof that God sees you. You know what I'm saying? So I was just telling him, like, he is coming. To, he God is here. Yeah. Like what you just said, it could make me emotional because I forget about that feeling mm. that when I came to Christian hip-hop i i was like god yo god sees us in the hood wow. to Amen. the point that he's contextualizing his gospel Amen. in yeah. language like you said that we can understand and i remember i felt seen like yo god isn't just like this this mm, mm, this mm. like my grandma's church or like white evangelical like god cares about us yeah. so much that he allowed yeah. the gospel to bear the, the, the gospel to come into our culture and language that he knew we would get language yeah. that he knew that we would understand so that we can understand it and the deep things of God too not just like general stuff right, about God right, but right. like the deep things of God right. and I was telling him I was like yo mm. God sees you bro I'm proof I'm proof wow. of that because I was about to go home I wasn't even going to come here tonight it's 9 o'clock at night I was about to go home <laughs> I just got off work right. I, so I was like so I was like look I gave him a ride home mm. And I was like, look, bro, mm. I know probably nobody told you this, but man, I love you, bro. Please remember what I said. And I'll never forget the craze Rebel came out. Mm. I had two. I just so happened wow. to have two copies of Rebel in my Ooh. car. One <laughs> copy that was in my CD player and one that was unopened in mm. the package, unopened. And it was, it was Rebel, too. It was wow. crazy. Mm. I said, yo, take this CD, bro. <laughs> I said, yo, take this CD. I got this joint. I actually had it because I was going to give it to somebody else, but I think I was meant to give it to you. Mm. So I gave him that. And then Soul Mag was popping at the time with... Um, 
crossover church yeah. that had Lecrae on the cover because mm. Rebel had just came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I had like Mad Soul Mag because I was designing for Soul Mag at the time. And I gave him the Lecrae joint, brand new in the package with Soul Mag. Mm. And I was like, yo, take this joint, listen to it. I was like, like please really listen to the words, man. Mm. F- like remember what I said. And that was it. Mm. And I've never seen that dude again. I don't know what became of that dude. a missionary dude. in Asia right Right, now. right. <laughs> My but man I, got several churches. But I said, I said all that to say that I think that that was that kind of moment when yeah. it's like, yo, it's power. Yeah. I'm going to, we, God is going to blow y'all minds yeah. about Christian hip hop. Yeah. He, it's not, it, 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 this is not about a title. Yeah. This is about God bear, coming down to bear that your guys don't stand a chance. Mm. They don't stand a chance to me. Mm. And I will break through all of the idolatry yeah. and show you that I am the Amen. God. Amen. Right? And 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 so it mm. happens. And Christian hip hop was being used as the tool. That's why it was also hard for me to hear people want to walk away from the title. Because mm. I'm like, you got we God was using it. What mm. are we? What is the aim? Mm. Is the question. Is the aim to have souls saved, man? Because it was being done. Yeah. And and so, yeah, that that but but yeah. I, I just said that to say that that was a personal story a where powerful. I felt like that. Yeah. Like, yo, God is using Amen. Christian hip hop to blow people's minds and to show that he is God. You know what I'm saying? Powerful. Yeah. I had a question for you. I mean, I know I'm here and this is your podcast, but mm-hmm. the moves that you're making, the stuff that you're 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 trying to begin to do to kind of get light to those other cats in the culture. Right. You have a voice. You got a platform. You got the momentum behind you. Um, what is your heart for? Like, is there a culture, or is it just a market? Mm. Man, it's 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 difficult to to really diagnose where everything is at. Um, I think something that that I mean just said struck my 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 heart was uh, what well, well, both of you are are saying the whole blowing minds. Mm. And as I think back, particularly blowing minds in a way that there would be no question of who's responsible for this. Right. And I, and I, I and I think That's back to all the success I think about, you know, rappers that are known, you know, all over the place, dropping albums the same time we drop and just out- oh. outselling them. Or if they, if they're, it, I remember if they're touring. If you come to our tour, you know what I'm saying. I have 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 you can step on my tour bus, right, with a trailer behind me and another vehicle with merch. Like we had operations, bro. We had teams and we had an industry, all that stuff, rapping about Jesus. Now, a part of that absolutely was riding the back of of marketing. That, right, that you right. Are, there is a built-in Christian demand in this country. That, that a lot of people were trying to get in front of, mm-hmm. you know, something like maybe six million members that 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 are a billion dollar buying power. Mm-hmm. Um, so a part of that is being, especially when you start to tour on that level or higher levels, you know, you've tapped into that. But us even getting to the place where that was even a possibility was nothing but the grace of God defying all the means and, and metrics in regular ways that things got done mm. for for art because we should not be here. Mm. We should not be selling like this. That's very true. We should not without the radio and and the uh, the marketing arms and major labels. We should not be able to do what we see happening. And that kind of thing is just a testament to the power and grace of God. I do feel okay. Let's get let's get a little real. Let's get real here. No, we got to get real. It's a Southside Rabbi. I. Don't know. 
I'm not certain if the Lord wants to do that again. Mm-hmm. I think the Lord <clears throat> gave us an opportunity. Wow. Not that we blew it. I'm just saying that it, that, that the season could mm-hmm. be over. Where God wants to, you know, be handing out gold records and 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 platinum, not platinum, but gold records and and sold out tours and mm. selling, you know, hundreds of thousands of records and stuff like that, as a means for Him to flex for mm. the culture. Right. I think that a newer generation might have seen that mm. and then begin to interpret it Ooh. differently than how God intended it. Mm. That God saw it as utility. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't the promised land. Mm-hmm. That that wasn't even what it meant to arrive or to have a successful career. That wasn't it. Mm-hmm. I remember there being a time where there was a multiplicity. There's a multiplicity of artists that were putting out albums from Everyday Process to you know from Flame and Truth and Lamp Mode and 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 you know the the, the cats out in in the West Coast like with Tunnel Rats all it's all different right. flavors of, of Christian hip hop and, and Christian hip hop in general is very diverse. I didn't approach it thinking who was where. Mm. I didn't think of, I didn't I didn't see the truth as bigger than Cross Movement yeah. or Flame. It was just. We engage this stuff and we're being rocked by it. Mm. It's in that moment, the 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 fame was an accessory, mm. right? It, it was it was not. It just the, felt like everybody was one big team. It, that's what it mm. felt like. Mm. Like some dudes killed it, but it was a win for all of us. Right, right. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm. Wow. Um, and and wow. I think that died down. Mm. I think with the advent of of. Of the, the newer artists, like and I'm a part of that, mm. where it did become th- w- that which was sort of um, counterculture was a little more corporate culture mm. that 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 we were wow. thinking more less organically mm-hmm. and more corporate, m- yeah, more yeah, marketing corporate strategy, yeah, professional, right, mm-hmm. and um, mm. and there's some value to that, yeah. but I do think a lot of the men that were leading and women for that matter, m- mainly men to our shame, that were, me- were leading in that, I think that we felt, yo, th- all this success is certainly the-, the power and grace of God. Mm. But I don't know if that message made it to the folks behind mm. us, mm. if we perpetuated or we carried ourselves explicitly enough that this didn't seem... It, it almost seemed like, yo, we're amazing. Hmm. We're amazing rappers. Hmm. We're good looking. We're people like hearing us talk, and and and, and hmm. we're, we're men of character and integrity, and we're fathers, and 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 we know the word, and we're speaking at these big conferences, and we're a part of, we're being embraced with the big names. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the Giglios, God bless them. Hmm. You know, or, or we're on the big tours, hmm. like the Winter Jams, God hmm. bless them. I'm 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 not trying to demean i'm just saying that there is a hmm. so there is a a a popular christian experience mm-hmm. where there are faces to it you know what i'm saying and, and, and institutions to it you know from university and college stuff like that and as we get we kind of went into that it almost seemed like that that we as artists were Getting, oh, I don't know how else to say it, but w- getting what we deserved. Mm. I worked hard for this, and this is what we got. I'm, I'm killing it, and this <clears> is sort of 
the 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 the, Finally. the, the result. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and hard work. So then you got this new generation of artists that are watching this, saying, "Okay, so if I work hard, mm. if I get the right features, if I get the blah blah blah, this is just like a regular career it's, yeah, exactly. in, in any other field." You know what I'm saying? And there is some merit to that. I'm not saying that there there isn't hard work and professionality, marketing and, and making smart moves, but the majority, mm. and I'll stand on this and say it to anybody's face, mm. the majority of our success is from an X factor. Mm. It is from a a piece of heavenly legislation right. mm. that made this possible. That this that this was mm. unexplainable. Yeah, it was. We, we showed up places and there were fifteen hundred people there. And we have no, I, I didn't have, I haven't worked with a real promoter almost my entire career. Mm. 1,500 people out there to see us rap. How? Right. How, Sway? How? <laughs> no radio that, play, no music videos, or no, and then we're, and, and we're beating Nas in, in, in the, in the, in the hip hop charts on come iTunes. On, Overall, I, too. Come on, cuz. Like, it was, it all, was obviously the Lord flexing. Right. And, and what I'm saying is to not, I'm not saying that we ruined it, you know? But I'm saying that we are definitely following the trajectory of, of every movement that is no longer here. Because there's been tons of movements, my mm. God. All kinds of movements, and they it's are true. all gone. It's very true. They're all gone. From the revivals, you know, the Great Awakening, you know, the, the, the movements with inside, inside hip-hop. Everybody kind of goes, and, and they, mm. they, they start organically. They begin to ascend. And then once they start getting to the peak... They begin to fall before they really know it. Mm. Before they even oh. know that they're they're declining, mm. they're still able to keep the the veneer that, right. that everything's popping because we're still selling records and we're still yeah. we're still we're still getting these looks and blah 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 blah. <laughs> but secretly, your base is eroding, and the, what people signed up for, they yeah. signed up for a certain experience. That's what they became loyalists for and became committed to. That thing has slowly disappeared as the counterculture has become more corporate culture, co corporate culture, and mm. then you begin to kind of make your descent, and then the movement turns into a museum. So yeah. what we're doing is not actually producing all kinds of experiences like you talked about, right. where people's minds are being blown over the power of God. All we're doing is just remembering what we used to be. And I picked up on that. Mm. I even saw it in my own life. Mm. It's like, Lord, help me. I don't want to I don't want to go from movement with momentum to museum that basically looking at all of remembrance, yeah, right? right. Because I, I started listening to songs, mm. even from people that I respect and love, and they're saying things that I know they don't do. Mm. You are not in the streets evangelizing anymore. <laughs> you are not giving your, you're not giving away your money like you used to. Mm. You're not blah blah blah. And I'm seeing it in my own life, not just them in my own life. Mm. It's just kind of. This, this, you know, you want to rap about these things that you used to do. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and, and, and what I, what I found, what I have found, I found that convicting. Mm. I found that convicting for yeah, myself. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Even the things like there, there, there was a time when we start when I was in Bible. Let me just put myself out mm. there because I know Please. some people probably feel beat up right now. I, when I was in Bible college, I took a four year oath to not drink alcohol or smoke cigars. Mm. So for four years, I, I, I didn't do that. I got I got married. In fact, the first drink I ever had in my life was my the the, the second night I was married uh, on our honeymoon, mm. right? The first time I ever had, had alcohol. But then, as kind of time went on, started finding out about different wines and, and yeah. different liquors. And, right. uh, liquors. <laughs> different liquors. And, yeah. and, um, and, and, um, Different uh, with beer and brewing and all these these different IPAs and right, stuff like that, right. and it became like a culture. And, mm -hmm. But for a while, I would still find myself wanting to say, you know, 
ain't no Bacardi at the party. That's not true. That's true. Right. So, right. Right. So I talked about this. I think I put up a post a little while ago because I had old lines in my songs that said something like, um, um, my protection is not in a nine or a tech. Right. Like, what am I trusting in to be saved? I'm trusting in the God who claims to bring life past the grave. I said, tag, I used to rap like that, but I got a couple nines. Right, I got a couple. Right, like, right, you know what I mean? Text, like, can right. I still spit like that? Like, yeah, I still trust the Lord for my protection, for sure. but, uh, you know. I'm yeah, right. Yeah, trust we, we, we're growing. We're yeah. growing, and, and we should grow, and, we will, and our rap should grow as right. they do. But that that that's good. That's fine. Right. The point that I'm making is that we are still in some ways mm. rehashing. Yeah. And, and, and before you know it, you look back and you're no, nothing like anything. Right. You don't have any right. of the heart passion, any of the love, any mm. of the desire. You have lost all of that, yet mm. you're still rapping and perpetuating it like, like you wow. do. You know what I'm saying? So I do all that to Ooh, say. man, that's yeah. good. All that to say mm. that <laughs> I don't know if God wants... I, I've, I've seen mm. the comments, guys. I've seen the comments. Mm. And I know people have high hopes for me. You know, but I really want people's hope mm. to be redirected in what what I mean and what Brady brought up, that perhaps the Lord doesn't want to do number one albums for us mm. anymore. He doesn't want to do sold out tours for us anymore. He wants to allow some wants to allow us to be able to make money and live live off of what we do. That's very possible. You can have a, a, a good job in Christian hip hop mm. um, without making hundreds of thousands or millions of mm -hmm. dollars. Maybe that the Lord would want us to just return to the simpler times. Mm. Yeah, man. Where, where we're simply trying to awaken people. Mm. And I think that that's the value of, that's what I'm so glad yeah. about the new music that's coming out for you from a lot of these new Christian hip-hop artists that are starting to spit more and more. They're, they're turning the, the, the corner and they're like, yeah, I want that for my, for my fans. And I mm. think as that is happening, the movement um, as it is, will reemerge not with all the entrapments of fame, mm -hmm. and, and not that fame is bad, mm -hmm. but fame is dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, but I think it, we will emerge as a faithful group of of men and mm -hmm. women, for that matter. Mm -hmm. I want to see more sisters. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, being able to contribute to this um, and 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 love for it, uh, like the Angie Roses and the Wandes. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But. I think that the Lord may want to do that mm. truly as culture, yeah. not necessarily as industry moving forward. That's mm. my suspicion. I've always held and I've always preached this, that the way you counter the culture is, and I'm not saying this to this at all, mm -hmm. because I think that there's, you know, there's, there's maybe I just shouldn't say it. Um, <laughs> no, say it. Forget your discernment. The <laughs> way you, <laughs> the way you counter a culture is not with a, oddball type of black sheepish one person you know anomaly right right the way you counter a culture is with a counterculture mm. and christian hip-hop not as a genre not as right. a market but as a counterculture was much more powerful mm. than the things that look powerful right <laughs> number one records and that kind of stuff like the culture was a powerful thing you calling me out of this sinful life to cut off my old friends, to cut off my old ways, da da da. You call me from that into what? Okay, now it's me and Jesus. Okay, bet. Who was that back in the day that had the song Jesus and Me? Yeah. Uh, jam. Uh, who was that? Uh, I don't know. Tone. Oh, yeah, oh Tone. Wow. So I'm gonna leave all. I'm gonna leave that whole culture. Tone. I'm gonna leave that, and it's gonna be Jesus and me. 
Amen. Jesus is enough. Facts. But then when I find out, wait, it's not just Jesus and me. There's a whole culture over here. Right. And in within this broader Christian culture, there's even a slice or a flavor that, that fits me. There's a Christian hip hop. Right. That's so invigorating. Facts. I ain't got to take off my culture to serve Christ. Right. I ain't got to put Christ on the bench to rock with my culture. Mm. To see that, that's, I think, that's where the, to lose that, to not have that, to not yeah. be able to offer that to somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right on that. I think what yeah. God may want to do is uh, to make the next move or moves he's going to make through culture, mm. not just through an icon. Facts. Right. Facts, facts, man. facts. That's good, man. I think that even go what ahead. you said, go, I'm just, just real quick. I think that even what you said plays a a, a role in our own personal lives too about re returning to yes. times of simplicity. I was sitting over here yeah. like I can't talk now. I just need to go back to some things. Yeah, you know, like own. I think that yeah. in our own lives, I think that we can examine ourselves and say, man, there are things that we need to just go back to just more simplicity, man. Like like the simpler times of us loving God and loving Jesus before we got wrapped up in mm. all of the extras. Right, right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Because and, and and a lot of that comes with knowledge too. Mm. A lot of that comes with the more we learn, the more we know. Um, I I I and, and I, I think about just what Solomon says that you know with more wisdom comes with more more vexation and mm. and and you know what I'm saying more knowledge which, which which more knowledge just comes more just you know suffering and I think that even um. We can get lost in all of that, man. We can get lost in the culture stuff. We can get lost in the industry stuff and get caught up in all of that. And then before you know it, you're like, dude, when is the last time I actually evangelized somebody? Mm, 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 mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when is the last time I actually talked to somebody about the, like a stranger, right, like right, about right, the gospel? Right, right. Like I've been in the hood, like talking to a stranger at the gas station right, right, right. about the gospel. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um and and because I got and, all and, of this smoke for people online, I got facts. all of this smoke I got plenty for of smoke. I got all of this. I got all of this stuff for people on the podcast. I got all. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you know when is the when is the last time I talked to somebody in the street and we were talking about right. Jesus yeah. or a family member or whatever? You know? And 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 honestly, mm. c c what I have to what I've been convicted over is, <laughs> uh, what I've been convicted over is, and if. I don't insist upon the gospel as I used to. And I'm not necessarily saying that we got to hit, mm -hmm. hit hit the clubs again. Right, right. But is it say does it say something about my relationship with the gospel? Yeah. That mm -hmm. there's there's something with my relationship with the gospel where its necessity and its uh supremacy mm -hmm. uh just doesn't hold as it did before. And, and let me I, we got to wrap up here. Mm -hmm. Um but and I want fanatic for you to uh to share a little bit more uh, as I transition this into the other thing that I want to spend a lot of time on that we didn't get to, um, is that if if I if I was asked that question, what what wasn't in the early stages wasn't wasn't as prominent in the early stages, but is much more prominent now in the thinking, is uh, the issue around justice. Okay, mm -hmm. right. And I, and I and I do think there's obviously I hear Ambassador right now in my ear saying, "Yo, who I love, love Ambassador." Love it, yeah. Um, uh, you know, mm. we were responding to what was in front of us. You know, so you had the, Nate, the you know the five percenters, right. and blah, blah blah blah. Nation of Islam. Um, so, so I I get that, and and I also want to say 
there was a lot of talk about there was talk about this stuff and people Derek Miner and My, and uh, Minerville talked a lot about the things that we're talking about today nobody cared Show, Show Baraka, Show Baraka mm-hmm. went wild Show Baraka cared. went wild Flames yeah. album Rewind yes has a song in there called Racial Harm- Diversity uh, Diversity is what it was called yeah. yeah and the song was literally about being diverse and, yes. and embracing all cultures and not having racism Facts. yeah it's it yeah right it wasn't like cats weren't talking about it at all um, but I, I do think that there is a prominence in this conversation yeah. um, mm-hmm. that, that around this conversation that we see expressing itself more mm-hmm. in uh, the culture, which I think is good. That we're also thinking about not simply people's spiritual state, but their but, but how their spirit is connected to their body. That you are a whole being. Right. What is God saying about the redemption of of, of your environment so that right. you can thrive as a human being? Right. And I'm glad that. Those things are also that being matched with a heart for evangelism. Yeah. That is the that's where revivals come from. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I, and this is you know something I'm working through now. I'm I'm to the point where I really am um, being prayerful and asking God to help me in some ways because I've gotten to the point where with certain believers, I don't even like talking Christian faith stuff anymore. I don't mm. even like talking theology or talking about. Because I've come to suspect that we don't even mean the same things. Wow. Oh. Like, we've been saying Jesus all this time. We've been saying grace all this time. We've been saying mercy all this time. We've been even talking about God's holiness and justice all this time. But in light of the things that have happened within the last, you know, nine, ten years, and the way a lot of, not let me not say a lot, some of our, and some of our prominent white Christian brothers and sisters have responded, it's caused me to go back and say, wait, see so me way back when we were agreeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were meaning what you're saying now. I just didn't know that. Mm. <clears throat> and so why was, people talk about why was the talk of justice and, and race so absent in Christian hip-hop circles before? I think we all just made some assumptions. Just right. assumed that we were yeah. all there. Excellent point. That's that we, kinda, just, yeah. we, we all agreed on certain things. Right. That now it's like, I don't think we agreed. Yeah, and right. I don't even know if, if we mean the same things Facts. anymore. Even some rappers within our space. Yeah, like I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you're right because that's one. Of, that's one of the things that I, when we were talking Excellent about this. Point. Yeah, when, when we was talking about this before, I said that I think that a lot of Black Christians, once when the Trayvon Martin thing happened, a lot of us were like, "Oh my gosh, this is so bad." And we did not see that there was a bifurcation between justice and what we believe, especially us that are in more reform circles. We assumed. That all of our white evangelical friends and leaders right. were gonna side with us and be like, "This is bad." Right. Yeah. And when they did it, we were like, "Yeah, hold on." We were shocked. Yeah. Yes. I don't think that a lot of my white evangelical friends understand that mm-hmm. we didn't come out thinking that we had this this beef. Right. We right. came out talking. Of course that we were like, "Of course they're gonna, of course they're gonna right. uh, affirm our pain." Yeah. And when they were like, "Hey, hold on," matter of fact, yeah. that, that and they started saying all of these things. Uh, we were that? like. Can I do the analogy what, real quick? It's what? like it's like so we all we got to the table and we were like, man, this is what we care about here. Right. S- fighting sex trafficking. All yes. Right? Everybody's like, hey, yes, yes, put this here. Jesus. Getting rid of abortion. Yes. yes put that here Jesus. right here. Fidelity of the scripture. Yes. Aha, let's go. Yes. Sexual ethic being pure. Let's yes. get it. Racism. And they were like, oh, hold, hold on, brother. Let's put this down. Hold on. Let me go, go, go a little too far now. Hold on. Because yes. that sounds a little bit like Marxism. <laughs> And, and the, 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 the Democrats. And we were like, the Democrats. <laughs> so we were like, so we were like, when that happened, we were like, oh, oh, hold on, what? Yeah. And then, and then they were like, no, we, we actually think that y'all got this wrong. Systemic racism. Mm. He deserved to get shot. Okay. 
You you guys have all the opportunities we have. Mm. You ain't work. This cats ain't working hard enough. Uh, 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 welfare state. Say People ain't working hard enough. Welfare state. <laughs> Single black mothers having abortions. Where your dad is at? Where's the fathers at? Fatherlessness. And we were like, oh, 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 hold on. Hold the phone. Hold the yeah. phone. That's what you guys think about us? Wait a minute. And then we were like, this is what you guys think about this? And they were like, yes. And we were like, what about what the Bible says about this? And they were like, it means this. And we were like, whoa, oh. I think, yeah. like Fanatic said, we assumed that we all believed the same thing for so long. Yeah. We were shocked and yeah. then we were hurt. Right. I was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's so yeah. awful. Yeah. It yeah. sucks that we got to wrap it up right when we get to the <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, you can go a little bit longer. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, how did you feel? Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think, uh, so I was at Westminster Theological Seminary. Oh, you was at Dub TS? Yes. Ooh, uh, when Trayvon Martin, uh, oh, when that man, popped off. Oh, you were there with that. Um, and as the, the engine began to pick up steam, I think I began to just see, like, like there's some folk who really just need a whole other education. Mm. So I spent my entire Christian, and even in Cross Movement, we've been having some great, I mean, if you, if you see our group uh, text, uh, it's some great discussions in there. Right. Um, about, you know, some cats who've seen the, the black urban Christian and this quote-unquote divorce from white evangelicalism. Mm-hmm. Um, some cats have a real problem with that, and I'm like, to be honest, I don't. I never felt the need to divorce mm. white evangelicalism because I was never married mm. to evangelicalism. Now I am what you look at as traditionally evangelical in terms of the stances. Right. It asks me all day, but I was never married to the term mm. to the point where I felt like it's something that I have to fight for or mm. redeem. Mm. Uh, so we had some great discussions about that, but at the same time. I look at some of the other urban cats who have done the, I guess, the formal divorce, or at least talking about it. Um, and I'm sort of like, so some of my guys are challenging me saying, yo, you, you're quick to come at these, you know, white brothers and sisters who, you know, are, are clearly off on the way that they see justice, but you're not coming at the black cats. And I'm like, well, to be honest, I don't really pay too much attention to the, the, the black Christians who are, because I see them as not just in their feelings necessarily, mm. but I, I sort of see them as searching for a response. Huh. I see some of them and they're here one day and that seems extreme, but then they catch themselves and then they're over here. Mm-hmm. And then they're, and they're trying to figure out well, where do I have to stand to be safe huh. from my white evangelical brother or sister who is clearly being unbiblical right now. I don't know where I'm going to find shelter at. Am I going to find it amongst the you know Pan-African crowd? Am I going to find wow. it amongst the... They're just trying to find a place of Hebrew safety. Israelites. Right. Yeah. And so I don't, even though I feel like I could, maybe should challenge them more, I, I almost pity some of them. Like, I feel you. I don't agree with where you're coming from or, or let's say where you ended up at. Right. But I don't even think that's where you're going to end. I think you're searching for where you're going to stand on this issue. Mm. Right. Whereas with my white evangelical brothers and sisters, I'm like, yeah, that's where you are. Mm. That's where you've landed. Mm. You haven't journeyed and, and like, I'm still trying to find my place in this social justice issue. No, that's where you are. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a lot of black brothers and sisters, it's like, I, you're struggling. You're journeying. Mm. You're trying to figure out. You still hold these evangelical tenets, right? But when it comes to how you're gonna flesh that out, you're not sure where that lands. You're trying to navigate that. So I kind of give grace there. Yeah. And I watch people as they struggle through. Right. Much needed grace, and I want you to continue your thought because a lot of Black Christians post Trayvon Martin, excuse me, a lot of Black folks who were Christians, mm. um, punted. 
and 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 pun it on many of these issues, the, the, right. these issues of not feeling safe, not feeling heard, and feeling like the faith has been passed down to them has been so diluted and reinterpreted that they don't see themselves in God's narrative anymore. Mm-hmm. So there does need to be some, a, a kind of grace. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know if there's a mass exodus within white evangelicalism of people saying, "Oh, so y'all are." Y'all keep talking about racism. I'm going to not love Jesus anymore. Yeah, that's you know not. Yeah, it's not happening. Um, I, I haven't seen it. Um, I don't want anyone to lead the faith, no matter what color they are. But I, I, I do think that there's probably, a, especially man, the Hebrew Israelite thing and the, uh, the, the kind of the, you know, kind of deconstructing yourself out of faith and yeah, decolonizing yourself decolonizing out of the faith, decolonizing yourself out of Jesus, that kind of thing, man. That's a real yeah. tender situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I haven't paid that much attention to that side of it because I'm mm-hmm. like. I can see the person that says, like, for me, it's like I'm, I will fight all day long for the term Christian. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Right. They earned that term. People mm-hmm. saw the way that they attached themselves to Jesus as the Christ and got called little Christ. Right. I will fight all day for that term. Amen. I won't fight for evangelicalism. I just, I, I just won't personally. Yeah. Uh, as a term. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then when you start taking it further, where you're not just divorcing yourself from quote unquote white evangelicalism. You're now saying you don't even think you want to rock with Christ anymore. Mm. I'm like, well, if you can go that far, were you ever really here? Yeah, mm. yeah. First John says if they left us, right, you know, they weren't ever really here, right. So yeah. I, I challenge the cats who like, wait, that's where you end up. I right. respect your journey and the fact that you know you don't stand where you used to stand or something. But if you end up there and you never return, mm-hmm. you were never really here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's something to, to wrestle with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's tough. I, I, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Well, um, brothers and sisters, we uh, want to be respectful of, of, of the good man fanatics time <laughs> and uh, we will definitely have him back on. Oh, for sure. Uh, definitely just cut from the same cloth that, that we are um, and really represents the heart of Southside Rabbi. Um, man, God bless you all. I'm pretty you've been helped by this. Um, and until next time. I advise you to wrap it up, what that mean, bruh? Talk about wrapping a ring around your woman's finger. And this is hip-hop, and they say preaching's not allowed. But every time a rapper runs his mouth, he's preaching to the crowd. Bragging about bagging your chick or battling clicks. Or claiming he gets bagged by cops with badges and shit.